Welcome. Thanks for tuning in today to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter. And every week here on I've Heard That Song Before, we invite a guest into the studio to examine a song from the Great American Songbook. This week in the studio, we're very pleased to have maestro Carl Topolo. He's the director of the orchestra program at the Cleveland Institute of Music. He's the musical director for the Cleveland Pops. He's also the musical director of the Summerfest in Breckenridge. We're very happy to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Carl, you've chosen a very interesting song from the play Guys and Dolls, lyrics and music by Frank Lesser, and you've chosen the tune Luck Be a Lady. I have indeed. And you know, the thing that's interesting is that the original version in the show is sort of like a quick two-beat, but when Frank Sinatra sings it, for example, it's almost twice as slow, sort of as a swing number. Mm -hmm. And that radical difference really sort of piqued my curiosity and attention, and I thought that might be a good choice to compare various versions today. Yeah, and boy, we really have a very wide range of performances Great. on this song today. I think you're going to enjoy it. Again, this is from the 1950 musical Guys and Dolls by Frank Lesser, who is one of the few composers that did both the lyrics and the music. Right. As I was doing a little research on this tune, I found out this tune was actually originally sung on the original production by Robert Alda, who is Alan Alda's father. Very interesting. Yes, a big Broadway well, star. Well, uh, connection with Cleveland is that Frank Lesser's brother, I believe, Arthur Lesser, was the president of the Cleveland Institute of Music. Oh, really? So you have even more connections. And I conducted this a couple of years ago. We did a Broadway baritones program and this was on ah. the program. Of course, in the movie, it was sung by Marlon Brando. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Pre-Godfather days. Exactly. <laughs> we won't be listening to Marlon Brando today, but actually, whenever we can here on I've Heard That Song Before, we like to find a performance by the composer, and we were lucky enough to find a recording of Frank Lesser playing piano, accompanying himself, singing this song. So I thought we would start out with that. This is a recording of Frank Lesser. Again, he's at the piano and singing our featured song today, Luck Be a Lady Tonight. Okay, it sounds like a great way to start off. So why don't we give it a listen? They call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt At times you have a very unladylike way of running out Sounds a little like Harry Connick, doesn't You're it? on this date with me The pickings have been lush And yet before this evening is over You might give me the brush You might forget your manners You might refuse to stay and so the best that I can do is pray. There's that two beat. Yep. Oh, luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck let a gentleman see how nice a dame you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with Luck, be a lady with me A lady doesn't leave her escort It isn't fair, it isn't nice A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice So let's keep the party polite Never get out of my sight Ooh, stick with me, baby I'm the fella you came in with Luck be a lady Oh, luck be a lady Luck be a lady tonight 
Frank Lesser at the piano and singing his composition, Luck Be a Lady, from the musical Guys and Dolls. Hey, Joe, can I ask you a question? Sure. You sing and play the piano, don't you? I do sometimes, yes. How difficult is it to sing and play at the same time, just like Frank Lesser did? It can be very challenging. It takes kind of a split brain concentration, I think. All right, well, as a clarinetist, I don't really have that problem of singing and playing at the same time. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it. I forgot to let our audience know at the beginning. That's another thing that you do. You're a very accomplished jazz clarinetist. Oh, thank you. You know, there was a documentary recently about Frank Lesser on TV. Mm -hmm. It was really fascinating. He was obviously a great, great talent and oh, yeah. gave us some wonderful musicals. And that show gave us all kinds of great standards that are beloved oh, by absolutely. jazz musicians. I'm thinking, I've never been in love before. Miles Davis had a big If I Were a Bell, another great one. Excellent. From yeah, yeah. So there's really been some marvelous standards that came from that show. Absolutely. To say nothing to Frank Sinatra acting yeah. in the movie version. That New York accent, Adelaide, a poison could develop a cold. I mean, those are <laughs> classics. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we could actually examine this particular song without hearing this particular performance. I know right. this is really how I was introduced to it, was this performance. You know, I always assumed that that modulation that you pointed out when we were hearing Frank Lesser, I always said it was sort of part of the arrangement. I didn't realize it was actually part of the oh, no, composition. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's where we're going to go next. We're going to hear a marvelous swinging rendition. We're getting away from the two-beat feel that we pointed out from the Broadway kind of umchik, 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 right. umchik. We're going to go right down the middle and do some hard swinging. That sounds great. And I have to admit, as I mentioned, I've played a lot of these songs from this show, but I've actually never seen the play or the movie. So maybe you could give us a little bit of idea. Sure. How does this song work in the context of the show? Well, Guys and Dolls is definitely a classic of this Broadway era, and essentially they're looking for a place to hold a poker game. They keep finding out that their options are limited and the police are after them because they're not supposed to be doing this. So anyway, they're rolling dice, and that's where the song comes in. So the lady that's being referenced in the song is actually just his luck at the exactly. game. Exactly, it's a paradise. Right. Frank Sinatra finally comes up with the money, and I think they hold it in somebody's garage. And his name is Nathan Detroit. And there's a point in the show where someone grabs Frank Sinatra by the neck and says, I bet you, Nathan Detroit, you cannot tell me what color tie you're wearing. And of course, he has no idea. And then he finally takes his hand away. Polka dots, I should have known. <laughs> so there's some pretty classic lines in this. Stubby K, of course, saying, sit down, you're rocking the boat, and I've never mm. been in love before. It's from Another Gary Young. Wow. So I'd love to hear the Frank Sinatra version. To contrast, the tempo is really just about twice as slow as the original two-beat from Broadway. Mm -hmm. And I believe this arrangement is by the great Nelson Riddle, who, of course, collaborated with Frank Sinatra on so many of those marvelous records in the 50s and the early 60s. So why don't we just jump right in here and listen to the Sinatra recording of our featured song today on I've Heard That Song Before. This is going to be Frank Sinatra singing Frank Lesser's Luck Be a Lady. They call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt at times you have a very unladylike way of running out. You're on this date with me. 
the pickings have been lost. The verse is slow also, mm -hmm. like the original. And yet before this but that'll change soon. Is over, you might give nice string writing on this. Yeah. You might forget your manners. You might refuse to stay. And so the best that I can do is Luck be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight I think I hear French horns in the background, don't I? Yes. Luck let a gentleman see How nice a dame you can be I know the way you treated other guys you've been with Luck be a lady with me A lady doesn't leave her escort It isn't fair no, by nature, the beat nice is practically twice as long to do this version. Mm -hmm. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. Let's keep this party polite. Never get out of my sight. Baby, I'm the fella you came in with Luck be a lady tonight Back of a lead trumpet player there, yeah Gentlemen, see just how nice, how nice a, a dame you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Hey, luck, be a lady with me. A lady doesn't leave. Our escort It isn't fair And it's not nice A lady doesn't wander All over the room And blow on some Other guy's dice So let's keep the party Sight. 
with me, baby. I'm the guy that you came in with. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. Frank Sinatra there doing our Good stuff. chosen song for today. That's Frank Lesser's Luck Be a Lady. Wow, what a record, yeah, nice. huh? You know, it's interesting when you hear the sounds of the saxophone. I think that the symphonic world is sort of lost out by not using the saxophone more. Hmm. I think it's a great instrument. It has a particularly unique color, and it doesn't get used enough in orchestra just by some of the French composers. And you pointed out that's a full studio orchestra yes. that we just heard. Full big band as well as complete strings. Right. And as you pointed out, there was some nice French horn French playing horns, going right? on there. And the arrangement was really, boy, Nelson really did some very interesting time changes, interesting textural changes. Yeah. And I really liked that middle section where it had sort of an open rubato feel with just the strings. Yeah. Well, rubato, I think you mean the beat stays the same, but the fact that it's sort of free phrasing right, right. refers to that from the Italian rubare to rob. So you sort of rob from Peter to pay Paul and you make up the phrasing later on. Oh. It's more you ever wanted to know about well, thank you. Rubato, but there you go. And he actually did kind of go back to that Broadway two-beat feel we were talking about from Frank Lesser, that boom-chick, boom-chick. He did that as well as some ferocious swinging, too. Yeah, it's huh? excellent. Really great. And you pointed out that Sinatra actually did not sing that song in the show. Is that correct? Yeah, it was Marlon Brando. Tell us the anecdote you tell me off air about the coaching business with Frank Lesser. Well, Frank Lesser was working on the film, you know, obviously, and Brando, not being a singer, appreciated all the coaching sure. that he was getting from Frank Lesser. You know, bring it on. He just wanted to get as much input as he right. could from the composer. Sinatra, on the other hand, did not like being coached. The story I heard is they ever spoke after the making of that movie. Yeah, I can't imagine why. But it's sort of a big ensemble number, too, because mm-hmm. everybody joins in uh-huh. afterwards because they all want to have some good luck at the dice table. Yeah, that is really one of my favorite Sinatra recordings. The band is just ferocious, you know, wonderful, and what a great performance on his part, too. Absolutely. Really wonderful. We're going to now listen to an instrumental version, and this actually isn't a tune that jazz musicians generally play. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? I so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really is very reliant upon the words, yes. I think, to bring its message across. But we were able to find a very interesting instrumental version of it from an album by the jazz vibraphonist Eddie Costa, and featured on piano on this record is Bill Evans, and I believe this is one of the very first recordings that Bill made, like 1956 or something, really before... Before you were born. (laughs) Truly, it was before I was born, and before he went on to the great fame and career that he had as one of the premier jazz pianists and stylists. I'm looking forward to hearing this version. Vibraphone is a great instrument and should be fun. So let's give this a listen, and I think you'll sort of enjoy the little Latin beat to this, which will be something different, something new. We've heard two beat, we've heard the swing. So let's see what Eddie Costa and Bill Evans are going to do with our featured song. This is Frank Lesser's Luck Be a Lady. chords there. Yep. Yeah. 
guess it was best to leave out the verse.
wish they would stay with the swing a little longer, mm -hmm. right? But this is very unique and very well played, of course. Vibraphonist Eddie Costa, and that featured Bill Evans on the piano. And as we've mentioned before, that's some very early Bill Evans. Fantastic. Yeah, really something. That's really great. Then they have a lot of fun with that common device often used by jazz musicians, that notion of the Latin, as you pointed out, that 6-8 sort of Afro-Cuban, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, contrasting that with the hard, fast swing. Right. Have you played much in that sort of rhythm? Yeah, I've played a lot of Latin jazz, so that's often used in the sort of Afro-Cuban beat. Excellent. Yeah, and it was an interesting contrast. And changed the melody a little bit, didn't he, to sort of fit that rhythm? Yeah, yes, that was nice. Yeah, it was very nice, very enjoyable. And as you said, very well played. They really brought a lot out of both the rhythm and the sort of chromatic half... Right, yeah, they really had a lot of fun with that, didn't they? This is terrific. Yeah, that was really something. Well... Sometimes you think that they should have stayed with the swing, but they only used that for the release of the tune, for the bridge. Mm -hmm. But then you got used to the sound once you got used to hearing Luck Be a Lady played as a doo-doo-doo-doo. Right. Once you got used to it, it was very unique and beautifully done and great cluster chords and all that sort of stuff. Yes, beautiful voicings by yeah. Bill Evans. I yeah, mean, you would know better than I. Great sound. I'm sure chords. you studied Bill Evans' music quite a bit. Oh, his yeah. Art, artistry. Yeah, really great influence on me. And... I think this record was made in about 1956, really? so this is pretty early for Bill. Probably just out of the service, and I don't even know if he had moved to New York City yet. And Joe, that last version we heard with Bill Evans playing the piano and... Eddie Costa. Eddie Costa on the vibraphone, that was really something else. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I wonder how he came up with this song to be played in that version. I mean, I'm sure you've taken some unusual passes at pretty standard songs. Yeah, I, it's not a song I would generally think of you know, using as a vehicle for improvisation. So it was quite successful, I thought. Totally agree. We're going to hear something from Donny Osmond, a gentleman that doesn't get played a lot here on I've Heard That Song Before, but we were sort of taken with this rendition. This comes from a 2001 album that Donny Osmond made called This Is The Moment, and this is really quite a very different setting, sort of a 
funky, kind of reminds me of the jazz rock group Steely Dan, kind of has that sort of feel to it. I mean, really quite different from the Sinatra or the Lesser or the jazz version that we heard of it. Well, Joe, let's bring it on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is Donnie Osmond from his 2001 album, This Is The Moment, and Donnie is going to be performing our featured song, Frank Lesser's Luck Be A Lady. Oh, oh, 
and that was Donny Osmond doing Frank Lesser's Luck Be a Lady. Carl, any thoughts? I liked it. I liked I it, it too. it was very good. You know, it's amazing. When you get away from the verse, though, sort of the whole meaning of the song gets a little bit lost. Yeah. Not that it matters, I guess. It's sort of a big metaphor anyway. But by leaving out the verse, I think all connection with the show is, <laughs> yeah. sort of gets lost, which is fine. And he also sang a lyric from the original lyric that I didn't hear Sinatra singing. A lady never flirts with strangers. She'd have a heart. She'd be nice. I think that's from the original lyric. I don't remember Sinatra ever singing that line. Mm. Well, it was really cool. The only thing that I never liked about this is sort of these background synthesizers chords. Uh. I really have a tremendous aversion to that. <laughs> but the rest of it I thought was great. Great horn was playing. Nice. Obviously and nice, he sounded nice very writing. good. Yeah. And well, he had a lot of fun, not only with the harmony. You know, they really did some... Rather adventurous reharmonization, you know. Some it's very, very good. I yeah. was very impressed. That whoever arranged this really knew what he was doing yeah, or she. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that little break there in the middle sort of sounded like a New Orleans, you know, street kind of band. Right. That like was that. good. I mean, it's just amazing, though, in the space of this hour, how we've listened to four versions that could not have been more different from one another. Yeah, really. that's... And we didn't even play the version from the show. Right. We didn't have enough time to even get to right. Brando. Which is closest, of course, to what Frank Lesser did at the beginning, but mm -hmm. still, it's the orchestra and everything makes such a big difference. Yeah, just to sort of recap where we've gone with this, we started with the composer at the piano in a very much uh, traditional setting, wouldn't you think? Just very much well, like it. he sets the traditions. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote it. He and, wrote uh, it. <laughs> absolutely. And we followed that up with Frank Sinatra, classic record of his. And then we heard two great jazz musicians have a go at it, Eddie Costa with Bill Evans on the piano. And then finally, we finished off with a very contemporary interpretation of Luck Be a Lady. That was Donny Osmond that we just finished up with. Yeah. I think that people who don't know the show know this basically, I think, from the Sinatra I version. I think so too, yes. yes. And so I don't know if Donny Osmond knew the show per se, but I bet he did know the Frank Sinatra version. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. But, you know, it's an incredible show. I mean, Guys and Dolls was just one of those shows that just made it, you know. It had a huge run on Broadway, and many, many people have participated. Participated. I even saw a production at Shaker Heights High School. Oh, really? Several years ago, <laughs> which was very cute. I love when the high school kids get into that and they mm -hmm. get away from this musical alternative choices that they have and they get to do these Broadway shows and see the great music. I find it really rewarding. Have you done many of these songs with the Pops Orchestra, the oh, Cleveland yeah. Pops? We have Broadway performers every year. We have something called Fantasies and Fairy Tales, and <laughs> we have Broadway stars doing things like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and Hunchback of Notre Dame. More it's great, current. great Disney stuff. Wow. And we've had Legends of Broadway with Gershwin and Porter and Kern and Broadway baritones right. and, and various other performances. These are Broadway performers who love doing concerts. Well, you certainly are helping keep these traditions alive with the work you were doing with Thank the Clayton Pops Orchestra. Thank you very much. It's very important to me. Absolutely. Well, we always like to finish the show with a bonus track for our guest, and we've chosen another song from Guys and Dolls. This is the Fugue for Tin Horns. Carl, I was wondering if you could elaborate to our listeners exactly what is a fugue? A fugue really is nothing more than a round, like row, row, row your boat or Frere Jaca, where one voice starts and then the same thing happens a couple of bars later with a different voice. And it's the same music being done over and over again, but at intervals. Like a theme that then is sort of overlapping. Yes, exactly. And then the same thing happens a few bars later with a different voice. 
There are two-part fugues and three-part and four and even five-part fugues with certain composers. And this one we're going to listen to is a three-part fugue? Right. So the song in the show, I think, deals with a horse race? That's is that correct. what we're talking about? Three characters who are singing about why the particular horses, Valentine, Paul Revere, and I can't remember the third horse, but uh -huh. they're lining up their bets. And of course, this is from Guys and Dolls, and the connection is to our song, Luck Be a Lady, from the same show. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we listen to a cast recording of Fugue for Tinhorn from the musical Guys and Dolls. Again, this is music and lyrics by Frank Lesser, and this is Fugue for Tinhorns. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere And here's the guy that says if the weather's clear I'm can do, Valentine, cause can I'm do in line. This guy the says the horse can do But look at Epitaph, he wins it by a half this According to this here's and telegraph For Paul Big Revere I'll bite, I hear his foot's alright Of course it all depends if it rained last night I know it's Valentine Likes blood, this ex means the horse likes blood. And just a minute, boys, I like the beatbox noise. It's like the great friend of the horse likes I tell you, Paul Revere, now this is no bum steer. It's from a handicap, for that's real sincere. I get through in time, cause I'm born in life. This guy has the horse chance so make it up a tough, he wins it by a half According to this here in the telegraph Appetite I got the horse Joe, you heard who the third voice was, wasn't you? I was going to say, that's a quite an illustrious trio we that's just heard right. doing a fugue for Tin Horns. That was, of course, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Dean Martin. Wow. Yeah, what a pleasant surprise. Those are all icons of American music. Must have been a lot of fun for them to do that. Any thoughts on that performance? Actually, the show version has a different ending that I'm used to. Mm -hmm. The harmony and the voicing of the chord at the end was different. I got the horse right here, something like that, mm -hmm. which is different from this version. And that record came from an album on Frank Sinatra's Reprise label. I think it's the Reprise Musical Repertory Theater. What a trio we had there. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and, and Bing Crosby. Sounds like something almost from a television special, doesn't it? With the three of those guys together. It was great. Yeah. And that, of course, was uh, Fugue for Tin Horns by Frank Lesser from the show Guys and Dolls. And we've had a lot of fun today with our guest maestro Carl Topolo from the Cleveland Pops Orchestra, as well as the Cleveland Institute of Music. And uh, we've been having a lot of fun listening to our featured song today, Luck Be a Lady. You bet. Joe, it's been my pleasure to be with you today. Thanks so much for coming down and sharing some of your insight into this great tune, as well as the show. Well, that's our program for today, and you've been listening to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and we'll see you next week. I've Heard That Song Before is a production of the Front Porch People. Listen to more great conversations at thefrontporchpeople.com.
Thank you for listening. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, I think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> so, no. Right.